this life is too short for you not to want to live a life of purpose. So what have you been called to do? What have you been created to do? What life do you think you need to impact? The longer you wait to impact those lives, the further it is that you are from who you are called to be. Hello, and welcome to the Connect Podcast. This show is all about helping you connect to your soul's calling so you can take action on it. Because the sweetest success is a blend of discovering your purpose with the inner drive to bring it to life. I'm Sheila Botello, health coach, lifestyle entrepreneur, and mom of two, best known for my online wellness programs, mentoring, and self-love passion. Listen in for inspiring interviews, solo chats, and Q&A sessions that will move you past overwhelm towards what lights you up. Stop accepting good enough and go for your version of great in your health, business, and relationships. Let's get started. Tozen John is a wife, mom of three boys, and a multi-passionate business strategist. She was born and raised in Nigeria and currently lives in Essex in the UK. Her drive has been honed from over a decade working in strategic business and project management and running multiple successful businesses, including real estate, the local post office, and convenience retail. Tosin is the founder of Tangel Business School. Her vision is to build a community of people who desire to unleash their purpose and passion to create profitable businesses. We had such a rich conversation. I can't wait for you to meet and learn from her. Enjoy. Hi, Tosin. Hello, Sheila. I am so grateful that you have chosen to come on the show. I'm so oh, excited to you. have you on. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm truly, truly grateful. I came across your profile last year, and I love to scroll through Instagram for motivational things that are mm. posted, whether they're quotes or photos, and women, especially women, who are doing things that are really inspirational in the world. And so I kept seeing yours come up over and over, oh. and then I'd share some, and I'm like, oh my goodness, I need to talk to this woman. And so I'm so glad that we were able to get a time that suited us because I know you're over in the UK and I'm over here in Canada. Absolutely. (laughs) So, but it's actually pretty easy to coordinate our time because everyone's working from home. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's true. Thanks to COVID. (laughs) Yes, there are some silver linings with that for sure. I'd love to start with where were you born and raised and where are you living now? I was born and raised in Lagos in Nigeria, uh, western part of Africa, and I moved uh, to United Kingdom in 2004 after I finished my university studies. And I've since been living here uh, for 16 years now, so I've been uh, it's been my home now. Beautiful. And what part of the UK are you in? I live in uh, Raynham in Essex. I would love to know, based on you being born in one place and then transplanting yourself to another, Mm -hmm. is there a special childhood memory that pops up for you that kind of grounds you as you're going about your day-to-day life? I think what I will say is the sort of um, training I've had as a little girl back home in Nigeria, because the way we were trained back there, you were taught to respect values. We're quite religious. So it does instill in you a sort of behavior that really has helped me as I went through life, moving to 
a very, very different part of what I'm used to. So, but the sort of training I've had as a little girl has really uh, helped to shape the way as I go forward with things. So it's helped me to, and the sort of uh, training we had as well as, because uh, Nigeria is an English speaking country. So we do speak English a lot. So that, uh, that part I didn't have to struggle with. <laughs> so which was quite good and most of our studies back home is based on the British um, education so most of what I did was able to really help me to settle in here uh, quite easily. What because brought you from Nigeria, <laughs> from Nigeria to the UK? UK? Yeah my mom has always uh, lived here so whilst I was uh, back in Nigeria I've lived with my uh, elder sister so she pr- practically brought me up and when I finished my uh, university in Nigeria, I thought it was actually time for me to explore uh, new areas because there was nothing else. I'd, I'd done everything. I've done my secondary level. I've done my university. And now I wanted to, you know, to come back here to join my mom and then find greener pastures. That's the way we say back home <laughs> to see what Beautiful. opportunities lie ahead. I understand you are a multi-passionate businesswoman and you have a number of businesses that you are involved in, including your very own entrepreneurial business school that you've launched and you have masterclasses and things as well. What drew you into the Mm -hmm. business world? When I started my journey into working, I've always had this passion about wanting to always work for myself because I knew I had one thing. If I had to when I was working in the nine to five job, I'm someone that could get there for seven and I could leave there for 8 p.m., even though I needed to leave 5 p.m. So I always gave more than the time that was required of me and it's still the same effort I put into my business. So I always overworked. <laughs> so I knew eventually that is not how I want my life to go working for other people, putting more than they needed of me. So I knew I had, I had that passion and I was going to eventually work for myself. So it's that drive. So even whilst I was working in various offices, every time I went through research, because I did project management, I did a lot of things. Every time I find any information relating to business, how to start up, how to run businesses, I will always save that information for the time I know one day is going to come. I'm going to have to leave this. I'm going to be working for myself. So it's always been there somehow. (laughs) Oh, that's amazing. It's like you just always knew and you were educating yourself even after you had educated yourself formally. Like what was your degree in school? What did you go to university for? I did uh, computer science as my uh, undergraduate. And then when I finished undergraduate, I came to UK to study uh, my master's. And that's when I did the strategic business in IT. So that's what that's where the business strategy comes in. <laughs> you are so streamlined in that you just know exactly what it is that you well, are passionate about. Oh, Absolutely. for sure. And what I love is you are a lifelong learner. Many Absolutely. people leave school and it's like, oh, I don't have to pick up another book. And yet no, here you I are still reading. growing and Absolutely. now starting your own school. <laughs> and that is making me read more, research more, wanting to know more how I can, one, be a better entrepreneur because I run several businesses. So I can, you know, always add to what uh, I have to improve the business and also use the same experience, the same learning to help other people that wants to start and guide them on the right path. 
Excellent. So tell me more about some of your other businesses, where your practical hands-on experience has been. When we started our entrepreneurial journey, I was pregnant with my second son. And I knew, okay, once I go on maternity leave, this is it. I'm, this is going to be the point where I jump off the nine to five train and I'm going to launch into our business. So we saved up everything we had. And then my husband's passion has always been in real estate. So we said we will start from there because I'm into interior design. I did uh, training. I, did, <laughs> I love interior design. I did, I did actually take the course. I did. To do that, so I said I will be taking care of everything that has to do with property interiors. So we started from there. We took up a premise, and we launched from there. And that was 2011, and we've not looked back. And once we found out that once we start with one uh, avenue to start working for ourselves, several opportunities started to show up. So every time, and then we added cleaning services to our business, and then we, we added uh, cargo and freight to Nigeria, and we literally we were doing everything that we needed to do just to you know make sure that there was money coming in because there was no looking back. And we had uh, resigned from my once after the maternity leave, I'd resigned from my job. I'm like, I'm not coming back. <laughs> I'm mm. doing something else now. So as Opportunity started coming up. It made us to start to define and put structure into what we do. How can we make sure that these businesses that we are taking on, because we had several, we had, we run like five different businesses now. Once we had the premise, we had five different things we were actually doing, uh, you know, uh, together. So we said, how can we make sure we are putting our time on the things that will move the business forward and you know, drop, we started dropping the ones that were taking more of us, like the cleaning services. We started to drop certain services and to take on the ones that we had to work less and you earn more as opposed to working more and earning less. So mm-hmm. that's the way has been helped us to refine a lot of things so far. Sometimes you just don't know what is going to work until you're in it. Yeah, actually in it. That is, that is, that is gospel truth. <laughs> yeah. You don't, you, you, you might not even know where something will lead you. And that's what I always, you know, say to people when I meet them and we have a, a strategy discussion about how they want to take on uh, the entrepreneurial journey. I often say this, you do not need to wait for the bit that is actually your passion. Because when I started Real estate wasn't my passion, but interior was my passion. But we were doing more of the real estate than the interior. But what I find is this, from there, I started to notice, okay, even though I've got passion for interior design, but it's not something I want to pursue long time. I think I enjoy interior design now for myself. So the passion does not need to become a business. Now I just do interior for my own passion. It's not a business I earn money from. So a lot of people get stuck on wanting to just follow the passion, whereas the passion might not become a passion that you actually earn money from. It's just something that you enjoy for your own, you know, for passion's sake. So that's where we need to draw the line about just starting what actually brings in the money and things begin to take you know, shape as you go along. Like, um, because I did uh, base school training with Marifolio 
And she's always saying <laughs> clarity comes from engagement, not thought. So if you keep thinking about what passion you want to pursue and you're not really in it, you may find out by the time you spend one year in that passion, it may not become as passionate as you actually thought it was going to be. Absolutely. I love that you took B-School. I can see it now. It totally (laughs) makes sense from everything that you put out. It's just so beautiful. And I also love what you said about put your energy into your passion. Just do it for not always needing a return on your investment. Absolutely. True. Because that fills up your soul. And do you find that when you're working on a passion project that you have no expectation of reward from, you get that inner reward and then you get new ideas, connections, creativity that fuels your other businesses? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because what I find is this, when I work from a place of passion, I tend to expend more time and I'm not looking at, okay, what reward am I going to get from this? Because I'm not even worrying about the money. I'm not worrying about the time. I'm not worrying about anything. I'm just, you know, I just love to do this. I I don't mind even if I'm doing it for free. I don't mind if people see this, if people reward me. Because this is coming from a heart of, you know, a heart of love towards that particular thing. And it makes me to do the best for it instead of wanting to just attach uh, monetary value to, to that particular thing I'm doing. Well, I can tell that the work in entrepreneurial business and helping others to streamline their businesses and give them the inspiration and motivation and tactical strategies for yes. their businesses, I can tell that's a passion for you because it is. <laughs> that's where there's so much inspiration you put out there. There's a couple of quotes that have popped up that I tagged and I look back uh-huh. at sometimes. <laughs> and one of them is you said skilled workers are always in demand. Absolutely. And you are all about honing the skill. And the other one was the greatest crime we, we can, can commit against ourselves is going to bed without a dream and waking up without a purpose. Oh, purpose. This really got me. And I can tell now looking back, you, you always had a dream. You wanted to run something yourself, have your own business, and here you are doing it. Is that a quote somebody shared with you once or is it something that you just have uncovered in your life? It's something that I think uh, I've I watched uh, Louis House. I think he had um, a, a very uh, little clip about wanting to, you know, be a person of purpose. And I sat down, I watched the video clip over and over and over again. And I paused it and I sat down to say, this clip is sending me a message. And what is the message I'm trying to get from it? Because I love reading, I love writing. When I read things, I could just pick up a piece of paper and I could write a whole episode just from one particular sentence. So I sat down to just take from that particular video clip what it speaks to me most. And that part where it talked about making sure that you have something that keeps you out of, you know, that keeps you awake or that wants to get you out of bed in the morning, that is the greatest thing that you can actually do for yourself. And of recent, I've looked at several Instagram posts about people just dropping dead. And then that particular video clip just came to me and said, this life 
it's too short for you not to want to live a life of purpose. So what have you been called to do? What have you been created to do? Whose life do you think you need to impact? The longer you wait to impact those lives, the further it is that you are from who you are called to be. This is speaking to me and I wanted to speak to my followers as well. So I shared it and I did get a lot of people resonating with that particular quote because I know I want to do greater things than I'm doing right now. You know, I I always wake up with so many ideas. I have a book of ideas. I tell my mom sometimes, my, my husband, like, the amount of ideas I have, I don't even think I've got the resources to be able to, uh, to you know, to put them into action. It's like my head is spinning with things. <laughs> and I know. <laughs> Tosin, I totally feel you because that is how I am as well. I have oh, the book really? sitting next to me is filled with ideas. And it really is a matter of getting strategic about how we implement and picking one thing and going. And it's True. so hard sometimes to hold back I'm just doing it all at once, but you know yeah. that you're not going to get the great no, result if you do that. If you so I'm grateful for people like you who have strategy and help people implement. And I think that's the beauty of having a business coach and people to yeah. help keep you accountable to completing Absolutely. what you start for Not sure. And I love, I love, again, your podcasts are like the new books, right? There's so many yes. wonderful ways we can access helpful tidbits that can carry us through a new phase in our life. True. And one other thing I notice is I really love how you share the behind the scenes of what you're doing and that it's not all sunshine and roses and know, you, you come across like, for instance, I see you right now, the listeners can't see you cause we're on zoom and this is a podcast, but yes. you, you present so beautifully, you're dressed so lovely and your oh, hair is all done you. and I'm in my <laughs> yoga pants and, <laughs> and Thank you. you know, you really have a beautiful persona on your Instagram feed, for instance, and your Facebook oh. page. Yet you also put in there that it took you X amount of tries to do a Facebook Live or things <laughs> don't just come rolling off. Like you have to put the effort in. You have to be persistent. It seems like you got that persistence from a young age. Was that something learned from your family values or was that something that you learned later on in life? It's something I learned uh, very, uh, very early on because I did uh, go to a boarding school from very, very early on. From from nine years old, I think I was in boarding school. So I learned to be very, very independent quickly. So <laughs> and and part of that is that my I'm, I'm the last of four children. So <laughs> I learned not to if you are told to do something find a way to do it you do not give excuses <laughs> you can't you can't tell my mom i can't you can't tell my sisters i can't you've got to do it so you must you must come back with results so i learned very early on to make sure you're top of the class to make sure you get everything right so they gave me no room for excuses so, <laughs> so if i have to work on something I do it until I get the results I want. Otherwise, my mind stays on it. That's the way I'm programmed. I'm trying to change for right now. Until I get the result, my mind will not it will not do something else. So I think that has really helped me with business as well. If I'm going through any uh, challenge, so if I'm going through any challenge with work or I find something um, a bit difficult. I don't mind staying up late to learn what it takes to find, you know, the. Re- I learned how to do accounting before I found an accountant. I learned how to do website design. I learned how to do video editing. I learned things because I'm, 
until I get to where I want to be, I've got to continue to, you know, to learn and to improve on things. That's amazing. And there's something about having that knowledge so that when you come to the place in your business where you can hire people on, you know exactly what, what they are doing. doing. You understand yeah. the process and yeah. you have, even though you're, you've handed off some responsibility, you still get it. And it really helps, especially when you're following up with how projects are going. I want to switch gears to mm-hmm. family life. You yeah. are a mom of three boys. And how old yeah. are your boys? Uh, the oldest is uh, nine years and the second is uh, eight and the last one is five. Oh, that's lovely. I bet it's such a fun age for you to be able to start involving them in little parts of what you do. Do they watch? Do they help in their own small way? Oh, like what do they do? Absolutely. Um, I think I was at uh, a friend's house yesterday and unknown to me, my son, because uh, I had some uh, week where I helped people to put um, some work into their business, how to start. I think I was doing email marketing training for some people. But my boy was at the background. It was actually recording me whilst I was doing it. I did not know. And then he showed me the video. Yesterday, I'm like, oh, wow. So he knew mom was up to something and then it had a recording because usually I don't take videos and all of those things. And when I want to do my Facebook lives, I just tell them, boys, I'm going live now. I just need the whole place to be quiet and the stay away for two hours, even one hour after I'm done with my live. They, they don't want to come around there because they know mom is doing something that mm-hmm. she, so they are very, very helpful. And people say for, boys I, I have them good because they expect them to be <laughs> so I'm like oh, it's not it's not me for some reason they've been good by themselves I don't think I, I I won't take credit for that they are quite good I must say very helpful now they've learned to do their breakfast by themselves the three of mm-hmm. them they've learned to make lunch now <laughs> that's awesome Oh, yes. I I am also a grateful mom of two boys and they're incredibly helpful also. And don't you find it's it's interesting when they are watching you and they're cheering you on and they're excited for what you're doing, even though they're really focused on their own life and their own interests. But when they ask you, how's it going? And when they do give you that support by being quiet when they need to and and helping out around the house. I really feel like it's a skill that it's easy to not want to get your kids involved with doing things like that too young because you feel like, oh, I don't want to steal their childhood. Expose them, exactly. But I feel like it's learning those life skills are so helpful in building their self-esteem and they feel like a part of a team. Mm -hmm, Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I love that. I love that. And so, um, and it seems to me that we share a faith and uh, your faith is really, really important to you. And I love that you're very outward about sharing that and in a very Mm -hmm. inclusive way. Is that something that you grew up with and you just carried with you? Or was there something where a personal experience happened where you really made your faith real? I never used to be very deep in faith, but I found my footing after I came to the United Kingdom. And because I was working uh, very close with my uh, pastor in a former church. And from there, I learned, I think for like 10 years, I was like sort of like the personal assistant. So that helped me to really ground me in faith because working closely with a pastor, you have to have certain 
certain <laughs> behaviors that attitude expected of you. You've expected to to read your Bible and everything. So mm-hmm. that kind of helps me to, you know, to shape how I see life now and to really make sure that, you know, everything I do now, I have to make sure that there's an impact of God in that. Well, it really comes across beautifully in a very, again, open and inviting way because everyone expresses their faith in different ways. There's so many different faith practices. And yet I believe the bottom line, it's about love. It's about inclusivity uh, and serving well with the gifts that you have. And I believe that you are doing that so well. And I can't wait to keep following along your journey and for us to stay in touch about what's happening. I know we're planning to do an Instagram live once this podcast goes live. And I can't wait to hear what's been happening between now and then. Before we close off, I want to have you let people know where can they find you to follow you? And also, do you have any offers or things that you're working on right now that you want to invite people to take a look at? You can find me uh, on Instagram and Facebook at uh, Tosinti Angel. I'm Tosinti Angel everywhere on Facebook, on uh, Instagram. And I'm also, I also upload uh, videos on YouTube. It's still Tosinti Angel. So I've kept that name. And there's more of what I do on my website, www.tosintiangel.com. So where I share more of all the things I do. At the moment, I do Facebook Lives every uh, Friday just to give more information to people that want uh, business owners, entrepreneurs uh, that want to start their business about how they can find clarity and the steps they need to take to run a profitable and a successful business. I'm also very passionate about people uh, that want to find out what their purpose is for them to be able to use that, you know, to impact their business or to actually start a business. Excellent. Everyone can go see them at the show notes that will be attached below the episode of this podcast. It's been beautiful finally touching base with you, actually having a conversation. I look forward to more of it. And (laughs) I hope you have an amazing rest of your day and we will be talking to you again real soon. All right. Thank you, Sheila, for having me. I'm truly grateful. Thank you so much for being here with me on the Connect Podcast. If you like this episode, please share it with someone you think would enjoy it. Also, if you head over to iTunes to leave a review, I'd be so grateful. Let us know what your favorite parts were and what you'd like to hear more of. It will help us have a greater impact, elevating many more people to grow and succeed together. See you next time.